Welcome to the Slow Style Home Podcast. I am so happy you're here. If you want to create a beautiful home that isn't cookie cutter or a trendy copy of someone else's, you're in the right place. And if you don't want to hurt your wallet or the planet to get one of those dream homes. And you can get started with my brand new quiz called Fix My Room. It's actually more of an assessment tool, but the word quiz, I think, sounds better because it's it's really easy to do. Just answer 20 multiple choice questions and you'll be pinpointing why your room isn't working, why it feels off, and why maybe your previous efforts haven't really panned out. Or maybe you're fairly happy with your room, but you want to make sure that your design choices are going in the right direction. Visit our website at slowstylehome.com and click on the quiz button right at the top. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later in the show. Now, let's dig into this week's episode. Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Zandra, and we're the creators of Little Yellow Couch and the Style Matters Podcast. We believe that your style comes from knowing who you are, and that's why we dig deep in these interviews, to get to the substance behind the style. We are a community of people obsessed with interiors and modern homemaking. And since you're listening, please consider yourself part of the Little Yellow Couch family. If you're curious about whether or not your home has set you up to live your best life, visit our website, littleyellowcouch.com, and grab our worksheet on creating your own style manifesto. Before we get started, here's a word from our sponsor. This is the story of Ben and Amber, who are a lot like you and me. Ben and Amber wanted a beautiful old rug full of history, handcrafted in a way that ensured excellent quality. But they had a problem. They didn't have thousands of extra dollars to spend on this kind of rug. So they talked with their friends, Kurt and Joyce, who live in Turkey, and know artisans who make and restore such things. In the end, Ben and Amber got just what they were looking for, but they wanted other people to have access to these beautiful rugs too. So Ben and Amber and Kurt and Joyce started a company. They call it Revival Rugs. On their website, you can watch a super cool video that shows you the process that they use to restore beautiful vintage rugs. You'll fall in love with them just like we did. Oh, and they also make gorgeous pillows from remnants of Turkish and Kilim rugs that would otherwise be lost to history. And did we mention that by working directly with weavers in Turkey, they save money on all of the middlemen and can afford to charge us a lot less? Yeah, we like that part too. Check them out at RevivalRugs.com. That's www.RevivalRugs.com. Maybe you've been following House of Hipsters for a while. Kyla Herbis is a very popular blogger, and for a good reason. But if you haven't seen what she's been up to, we are so happy to introduce her here. She's someone you just want to meet for a coffee date on a weekly basis and swap stories about new decorating projects. We love her bold powder room with the killer wallpaper and ornate mirror, and we learned some new tricks on how to make the most of an estate sale. But most of all, we love her passion for her home and her interest in getting all of us to feel that way through her no-makeup home tour project. We talk about that at the very end and share how you can join the movement. 
we'd love to hear about where your interest in design started. Oof, it kind of goes way back, I think. Um, I think I had a, a background in it that I really didn't know I had a background in, and then I gained some interest in it when I bought not this house, but the house before. So my mom was a professional seamstress when I was a kid. Ah. And I just remember going to the furniture sh- shop to get new bolts of fabric. Like she did Parade of Homes, like drapes and, and, um, pillows and basically anything that had to deal with a textile, she would make for Parade of Homes and, and other people's homes with who were using interior designers. And I didn't really get it then, but I just remember leafing through like tons of swatches for fabric and for wallpaper and climbing over bolts of fabric on props (laughs) and trying out different, uh, you know, chairs and being like, oh, this one's really comfortable. This one isn't. I like this one. I like that one. And then it kind of marinated a little bit, I think, a little bit more and, and turned into always constantly rearranging my room for my bedroom at my childhood bedroom, which is kind of strange. And then, uh, it kind of stopped and I went into graphic design. But then when I had my daughter, I had two kids. And when I had my daughter, I didn't really have a hobby. And my husband was like, you're miserable. You need a hobby. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Play tennis with this thing? I'm like, no. <laughs> so I started watching secrets from a stylist, Emily Henderson. And that show really resonated with me. I really liked how she used vintage. And I was sitting in this house that was kind of haphazardly designed or put together. And I thought it looked awesome at the time. And I look back and I'm like, oh, my goodness, what was I thinking? (laughs) But, um, yeah, I I just started, uh, you know, watching her show and doing some of the things that she was doing. And it kind of snowballed from there. Well, and I love back at that time, I, I remember I used to read your posts, I make Emily Henderson cry. <laughs> <laughs> it was so true. <laughs> that just cracked me up because I, I think we all feel that way when, we're, when we try to compare ourselves or our homes to these very polished, very professional people like Emily and then um, these very polished, you know, spaces that they put together on probably a slightly larger budget than we have. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. They look so much better than what I could ever, you know, pull out of a hat going, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go to this thrift store and pick up this and this and shazam, it looks amazing. And you're like, yeah, no, it doesn't happen like that, but good try. (laughs) But we're happy that you shared that because it's so relatable. So we want to jump into a couple of specific things that you've talked about on your website that we just have find so helpful and useful. Uh, One of them is that you wrote a blog about um, or, or a post about going to a thrift store and bringing what you call a toolbox. So tell us what the toolbox is and you know why you need to have it with you at the thrift store. Um, at a thrift store and an estate sale, I guess it, yes, it, both. it, it kind of goes together. Um, estate sale, I always have a measuring tape. Mm-hmm. One, you never know if it's going to fit in your car or not. Right. Although sometimes when you go to an estate sale, Coming back the next day saying, oh, can I come back on Monday when nobody else is there? The estate sale is shut down. Uh, you go back on Monday and then you get really good deals for everything that's still left over. Ah, 
Right, yeah. right. That's there's, good. There's See, a tip that nobody knows. Right. <laughs> Pretend you can't fit it in your car. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, oh, instead of coming when it's super crowded, can I just come on Monday or Tuesday? And they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Score. So it's a way to get the stuff that's super expensive that nobody buys. Right, right. But yeah, measuring tape. Purell. Yes. <laughs> Always had Purell. Mm-hmm. You never know when you're going to touch something that you wish you didn't touch. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't think about bringing a flashlight, but one, it can be dark. And it's usually somebody that's old and hasn't really even been downstairs in their basement. So, yeah, they can be kind of gross. But yeah, and always bring an open mind for really anything. (laughs) I love that. An open mind is part of the toolbox. (laughs) And you also had, you had one other item in your toolbox, which was a printer's loop. Yeah. A a little lens that you can look at prints with. Yeah. I I mean, if I'm going to go to a sale that looks like it has really great art, which I think an estate sale or a thrift store or anything like that is a great place to find art. But I've also gotten hammered on it before thinking something's an original and it's not Mm. it's just a print so with the printer's loop you can put it on there and see a dot pattern and Mm. that dot pattern is going to show you so if it's if it's smooth and it has brush strokes you'll be able to see that with that printer's loop and if you can't and you see dots then you know it's either a litho or it's just a random print Mm. that's great tip um and then i also have uh post-it notes with sold and my name on it Oh, oh, very smart. Uh-huh. Because hauling around, I, I think when I bought the, and have you ever seen the sheep that I have? There was two, like, sheep footstools. Yes, yes. yes. Yes, they were both sitting side by side, and I just slapped my name on both of those. And I was <laughs> like, I'm not going to haul these up front underneath my arm and risk missing out on everything else. So I take my chances and just put sold. And usually people respect that. That is so smart because you can't always rely either on like the, the person running it, running the estate sale. It can take a while to find them. Sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. And you, you need to own it. Also, if you're going to go there first thing early, make sure you have a notebook because you never know if you're going to be the first person there. Mm-hmm. And if you're the first person there, you're the one that's got to start the list. The list? The list. List is so important. So the list is um, usually everybody has to sign their name on the list, and that's the order that you go into the house once it's open. Oh. Mm-hmm. And usually I'll just, if I'm the first one, I take that list and I pin it up to the door. <laughs> and you really I own the place. Away. I love it. <laughs> do, what do you write at the top of the list so that people behind you know that they're also supposed to sign their names and that there is an order? Do you write, like, visitors or shoppers? I'll just write the list. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's so generic, right? And then one, two, three, four, five, six, and I'll just Uh put everybody's, like, number number by it, and I'll put my name at the top. Oh, God, that's so funny. I love it. What is your usual, like, I have a certain way I go through a house. What is your method of going through a house? Like, where do you go first and so on? You know, it's funny. This year, since I'm selling more, I definitely have a different perspective on estate sales. Um, It's not just things I want. Sometimes I think, oh, this would be a great piece for my online vintage store. Mm. Yeah, I'm more or less looking for uh, smaller pieces now. I think I have enough furniture in my house. I definitely have enough chairs. Uh. Uh, I don't need any (laughs) more chairs. 
I, know, I have a thing for chairs too. Gosh, I cannot stop buying chairs. What is it about chairs? I don't know. I don't know. I know, because I just bought one the other week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I brought it home. My husband's like, what, you know, like, where is that going to go? I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. a constant conversation I have with the boy all the time. Yeah. Why do you need another chair? I'm like, I don't know. I love it. I think that they come in every single shape and size and color. Yeah. And they're small. They fit in your car and they're usually not too expensive. Right. right exactly. Right. I think you've hit it all. All the little check marks. Yes. Yeah. So you were talking about how you sell vintage online. Is that uh, your Cherish shop? It is my Cherish shop. And Cherish in case shop. somebody doesn't know what Cherish is, can you just tell us? We'll be back after a quick break. I just want to jump in here for a minute and remind you about the new free quiz that you can take at slowstylehome.com. It's called the Fix My Room Quiz, and I've created it because a lot of times when we're ready to change up a room in our homes, we get stuck not knowing where to start or what to do first. I mean, do you paint the walls? Do you come up with a different floor plan? Do you declutter first and then buy all new stuff? It's daunting. So the quiz is designed as a way for you to assess what's not working so that you're pointed in the right direction in terms of what to focus on. Everything else can kind of fall away. After years of helping others look around their rooms and identify the possibilities for big, impactful changes, I figured out how you can do this assessment yourself. The 20 multiple choice questions will ask you about how your room is functioning and how your style is developing. Then you'll receive a detailed summary from me about what you should tackle first. No more guessing and no more throwing money away or time. Again, go to slowstylehome.com and click on the quiz button right at the top. All right, let's jump back into today's episode. Cherish is an online site that basically is a very curated or a highly curated eBay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's that's how I would describe it. Yeah. But specifically for home decor and furniture. Exactly. Which is what we like exactly. about it. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, you know, if you're looking for anything weird or in particular, you're probably going to find it on Cherish. Right. That's the other nice thing is that you can really – um, be very specific in your search detail in your search uh, keywording, which is uh-huh. nice because most people who have shops on Cherish are, you know, they they kind of they know what they're selling and also they are um, describing them very accurately. So I'd also really love to talk about you did this great post about wallpaper and. I, I forget like exactly it was sort of like go bold or go home type post. Why do you yeah. think people are so hesitant to go with wallpaper when I, I swear we're all pinning wallpaper on Pinterest, uh, commenting on posts on Instagram. It's like so many of us are drawn to it. Uh, and in fact, you did your one room challenge with, the awesome House of Hackney wallpaper that we love. So so why do you think people are so hesitant? I think because it is so bold. I mean, it's it's a huge 
risk to take. It's, it's expensive. Mm, yeah. um, it's kind of intimidating to hang it. Uh, you have to do measuring. You have to do, you know, <laughs> make sure that things are even and seamed up properly. I actually had a, a woman come and do it myself because I was too afraid to do it. And that house of Hackney stuff is, is tough. Um, and even she was like a little thrown by it. Uh, the repeat is, is kind of crazy, but there's so many different things that you don't think of with wallpaper. And then it is because it's such a huge investment and because it's kind of easy to really mess up. Um, it's bold. Yeah. Or it can be bold and it can really overtake a room and it can really make or break a room. So I think it's definitely an investment and it's a risk, but it can be an amazing risk. Right. Big risk, big reward. Right. So when you were choosing wallpaper for that space, what, what was, what were you looking for? Did you know what you were looking for or did, did you just fall in love with something? I kept coming back to that particular pattern, but I was looking at other things too that were more subtle. The whole point of that room, and and I think is why it works so well, is because it's so small. Right, uh, right. It's literally the size of a small closet, so it's hard to screw something up when it is that small. And if you don't like it, you just shut the door. <laughs> Can you describe it for everyone? We'll have pictures on our website, but could you just describe it as we're talking about it? Um, it's black, which is kind of bold. Mm -hmm. It's completely black. And then it has crazy animals on it. And it's a sloth smoking a hookah. It's a raccoon with a pirate patch drinking a pina colada. It's an otter with, uh, you know, a fancy lady's fan. And they're, and they're, they're large. They're not, it's not a tiny repeat. They're large. And I think they were a lot bigger than I thought they were going to be. But when she put the first couple panels up I was blown away I'm like this is gonna be amazing because I still wasn't so sure about it I was totally thrilled with how that bathroom looked before the wallpaper went in so when the wallpaper was going in I was going please don't be screwing it up right well and the rest of the room has got a lot of other pattern to it you've got the you've got the subway tile with dark grout along the, the bottom of the wall and then you've got this fabulous tile on the floor so it's, um, yeah. you know, ha- sometimes busy doesn't work and you have really made it work in this bathroom and you've got this ornate frame and a framed mirror and either when you go into that room, either you love it or you hate it. <laughs> I love it. My husband thinks it's pretty awesome. My in-laws, they don't love it so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, most people go in there and they're like, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> But that was the point of that bathroom was to be an, oh, my God, what's happening? This room is crazy. Right, right. Well, we interviewed someone a long time ago. I'm forgetting which interview it was, but she had put some wallpaper up. And and her goal was to have people say, wow, whether it was a negative comment or a positive one. Just wow. It doesn't matter. You're going to remember that room. Exactly. That's the cool part of that room. So one of the reasons why I've been afraid to do wallpaper is it it, it really has nothing to do with the fabulous patterns that are out there because they are amazing. It's more about the, the technical aspect of getting it up. But also I have 
um, renovated so many rooms and had to take down so much wallpaper that is really mm-hmm. outdated and awful. And my God, that is a really tough and uh, arduous task. So I've always been afraid that, oh, I don't want to go through this again. So do you know anything about some of the newer um, glues that are out there that maybe are, I've heard are a little bit easier to deal with or the peel and stick wallpaper? And if you don't know anything about that stuff, we'll just cut this part out of the interview. <laughs> you know, I actually don't. I have a guy named Tom that comes over and takes it all for me. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all need a Tom. Money well spent. Right, right. Especially when things have to line up perfectly. Yeah, the one, there's one thing that the woman who wallpapered my bathroom, actually both bathrooms, gave me as a suggestion for the next time I wallpaper, which I will take take it up for sure, is she came through and she had a um, like a, a watercolor palette with a tiny brush, mm-hmm. and she went and painted into the seams so you don't see them as much which is brilliant because she could use every single color wherever it was matching up and she said if you don't want to do this a lot take whatever color is the main background mine being black Uh and she said paint the wall black behind it because you won't see that white seam as much really good that's a great tip yeah yeah. Never would have yeah, thought of that. Yeah, but as far as taking it down, um, <laughs> I don't You need Tom. I don't want to do it. I, you need Tom. Yeah, that is just... In our last house, I actually painted over the wallpaper in one room. I've done that before. just... Can't handle it. So much. And, and this old wallpaper it just wouldn't come down. Mm-hmm. So I got it off like one little section and it was like, that's it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Definitely. <laughs> So what is the No Makeup Home Tour all about? We love this idea. So what inspired you to start it? Tell us what it is and what inspired you to start it. The No Makeup Home Tour uh, started as a conversation between me and Erica Reitman, actually, Mm -hmm. again, shouting her out again. She's my (laughs) little Instagram online BFF, I guess, Mm -hmm. and you could say. And uh, I was like, I want to do this home tour. And we were going back on the and forth on the phone on, on what it should be about. I'm like, so many people have a home tour out there, and I love them, but nothing makes them super memorable. Mm. I'm like, what would make something more memorable? And we started talking about how these celebrities were doing these no makeup, you know, <laughs> selfies and putting them on Instagram and how everyone was like, oh, JLo looks just as beautiful without makeup as, you know, yeah, with yeah. makeup. Right. And I'm like, but she looks normal. She looks more approachable. And I think on Instagram, especially, we have set the bar so high on beauty. Mm-hmm. Whether it's fashion, whether it's makeup, whether it's uh, your home. And sometimes it can be unobtainable or you look at it and think, well, does it always look that way? And I have kids or I have dogs. I can't do that with cats or whatever. And I'm like, you can. Mm-hmm. I have kids too. You you can make it look like this if you really want to. It's not unobtainable. And it's interesting, I think, to see a house that has toys lying around, has pillows that are not perfectly karate chopped, Mm -hmm. and all these beautiful homes that you always see on Instagram, and you look up to these bloggers, and you're going, 
I want my house to look like that. It could never look like that. Mine has toys everywhere. Right. It's okay. Ours does too. Here it is. Let's let it all hang out one day. Absolutely. Love that So idea. it's really fun. The next tour is coming up May 23rd. Excellent. And how does it work? Uh, you know, last time it was just, it, last time, last fall, it was the very first time. So I didn't really know what I was doing and I didn't know if anyone would really accept it. Mm-hmm. Oddly, it has been accepted by everyone and everyone is saying, how can I do this? How can I join up next time? Yep. So May 23rd, anyone can do it. Just, sh- you don't have to be a blogger. You don't have to have anything but an Instagram account and mm-hmm. just show a couple pictures of your house. The way and, it is. And, and use and- the hashtag. Celebrate it and use the hashtag uh, no makeup home tour. So, okay. We want to know why style matters to you. What makes you feel excited about and connected to your home? Uh, style matters for me because I get to show my personality in any way, shape or form that I want without being judged. No one's ever said that before when we've asked no. this question. And um, where, where do you think that's coming from? You know, I, I had this thing at the beginning of the year where I said, I'm done with neutrals. And I was just posting about it on my Instagram not too long ago where I said, I'm done with neutrals. I want to have colored walls. I want to have bright lacquered walls. I want to have uh, big, bold, you know, wallpaper everywhere. I want to do big pattern prints. I was going to put like crazy wallpaper on my walls in my bedroom. Uh-huh. And I like literally ripped my entire house apart. <laughs> like I didn't know how to do it. I was just going, I want to change and I want to be crazy and yeah. I want to do whatever I want to do. And there was no one here to say, you're screwing this up except mm. for myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, and I did, I did totally screw it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of reining it back in and going, whoa. But I mean, there was no one here to judge me and go, this is wrong. Uh, if you want to wear crazy plaid pants and a crazy floral shirt and look just nutty, you can do that with bright red lipstick. But hey, people might judge you. Right. In your home, you can do whatever you want. Hmm. It's, it's interesting. It's like a safety that I just never thought of it that way before. I think that's very empowering. It is empowering because you can do whatever you want in your home and no one has to know about it. I also like that you don't, your house doesn't have to go on a diet or go get a tan in order to look great. (laughs) You can do whatever you want to in it. If you want to throw like crazy colors in there and put whatever stuff if you want to hang furniture on the ceiling you can do that and no one's going to judge you right right. and maybe it's going to look cool maybe it's going to just look crazy (laughs) okay. it's up for you to decide exactly yeah Yeah, i love that freedom Mm -hmm. that's really that's a really great way of answering that question so thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me this has been an absolute blast Thanks so much for listening. Our time together doesn't have to stop after this episode. We often talk with people about whatever's on their minds when it comes to their homes. If you follow us on Instagram, you can send us a comment or send us an email. We love that too. The best way to be part of the Little Yellow Couch community is to start at the beginning with your own style manifesto and then share it with us. Just go to littleyellowcouch.com and download your worksheet today. (laughs) 
thanks so much for listening. I know your time is valuable and I really do appreciate you spending it with me. And please, please, please take a minute to leave a review for Slow Style Home wherever you get your podcasts. It honestly does help keep this show on the air and your feedback is highly valuable to me. Have a great day and I'll be back in your earbuds soon. Bye for now.